Hey fellow entrepreneurs, welcome to Buckets and Boomgates with Kim White and Carrie Zarb, where you get to be the fly on the wall in weekly conversations that are designed for you, the entrepreneur. Business can be hard, and doing it alone is even harder. That is why in this show, these two business owners will share across the globe what they have experienced so you can get serious results while having fun in your business. It's now time to join today's conversation with Kim and Carrie. Welcome to the BBG studio for this week's episode. That sounded really creepy, Carrie. <laughs> Probably. I was trying to do something a little bit official here, Kim. You know, we're talking about messy stuff. Maybe I was being messy. <laughs> um, I'm thinking professional and messy and us. All that might go out the window. <laughs> Oh, 100%. All right, so Kim, we want to kick off this conversation in the BBG studio. So what are we talking about? Well, Carrie, this might be something that has come up lately that I feel like we need to address and confess. Can we do both of those? Can I confess you address or are, you, are we both doing the confessing and addressing at the same time? I think we're both doing both, Carrie. I think that's the bottom line. We really do want to talk about how much messy is too much messy. We're huge proponents of getting started. It looks messy and messy is one of our favorite flavors, to be honest, because we know that that shows signs of progress. But Carrie, we also know, and you called me out on this privately, of course, but about how much messy is too much messy. And I love it. You know, feedback never feels good in the moment. <laughs> I'll just confess. But it was brilliant because there were some things that we needed to clean up that to me were very important and you can get into a trap. So there's extremes of messy thinking is what I'm going to call it. Messy is beautiful when you're showing progress. Messy is beautiful when you're working towards something. But messy is not beautiful when you're working towards something and you're not actually making the needle move in whatever that is because of overdoing, because of being too busy, because of biting off more than you should bite off. Like there's so many different things, Carrie, but you, ma'am, did a great job of bringing this to light because I was doing some things that I needed to just put the brakes on temporarily and make it not so messy. Well, and Kim was others involved. It wasn't just you. And I raised the question as when do we reach that point of messy is still okay? And when do we reach the point of messy is something that accidentally happens versus everybody's far too casual for letting things slide somewhat on purpose, wasn't consciously on purpose. So it's just in the back of your mind because it can get stuck in our heads because we all live in this space of messy is beautiful. However, sometimes we can let it seep in a little bit too much where we're perhaps too relaxed about our messy and not trying to improve it. We do need to put in a little bit of effort and actually make that effort to help have a little less messy. Okay, I appreciate the fact that you are setting the stage, but I will tell you whatever goes on in our businesses roll down to us, whether it's some Somebody on the team, whether it's somebody you're working with, all boils down to our responsibility. So the reason I took it so personal, intentionally personal, is because I'm the only one that can say or do something about it, even if it's someone else 
or another human, I still am the only one that can say, here's the line in the sand. This is not acceptable. And I think that that's the beauty of this conversation and the beauty of having you on my side is because you care what it looks like on the outside for me. Like if I'm getting too close to something and I have a blind spot, this is something really important that this is part of the beauty of the together is I can count on you to have my best interest and my back and what it looks like on the outside. And quite frankly, sometimes we just get to run in so fast we're we're tired or we're like not recognizing something. So I'm not saying I did not put effort in. I'm saying out loud how grateful I am for you recognizing there needed to be a change and saying that to me so that I would pay attention. Because honestly, feedback is a lot of times we need to pay attention about something. And Kim, you bring up a really good point because at the end of the day, a leader in a business, whether you own the business or you might be managing someone else's business, it is a level of responsibility and leadership as a, a general overview. It all starts at the top. The demonstration that we put out there as leaders of our businesses is setting the stage, setting that example as to follow. And it may not be necessarily that you have team members following that example. It could be people that see you on social media. It could be people that you hang out with or people that you, you know, share business space with that actually see that and view that in a way that is a representation of us and our business. So Kim, I think you identified with it really well and you took the feedback really well also. And sometimes in those situations, you mentioned it before, you know, it can kind of be a little ouchy when we get that feedback, but we do need to take it on board, filter, step away, look at it from a different perspective. Sometimes we're just too close. We're just too close to it. We, we didn't see it. We knew it was there maybe, but sometimes when we, like you mentioned as well, running at the fast pace, we're going, I'll worry about that next week. And they're only tiny little things and they're the tiny little polishes that we can do in our businesses and the things that we're doing, but we can fall in the trap of just, oh, next week, oh, next week, oh, oh yep, I'll do that next week. So I think it was a, a good situation to be in. I don't ever think it's a bad thing to go through. But Kim, I also want to tap into the whoopsies a little bit further because I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong here, the messy that we're talking about are the whoopsies. They are the, the moments where something goes wrong because there's a tiny crack in the floor and something slipped through it, whether it's a system or a process. Or, and I feel like although we can beat ourselves up about it, we can definitely give ourselves a hard time and want to be the perfectionists that is within all of us a lot. We have to strip that away as well and allow the messy to be present. But I think it's how we deal with it. It's not... We know what we're talking about and we know the circumstance which this conversation surrounds on our side and identifying how well everyone responds to those whoopsies. I, I feel that's a game changer as well and that's where the messy is more acceptable when it's handled well also. Does that make sense, Kim? Well, it does completely, Carrie. And I want to make sure that everyone knows we're not trying to be elusive. We're actually trying to share behind the scenes things that like we go through through also because a lot of 
people, when you're an entrepreneur, you put this facade or this face on, you want everything to look perfect. And we don't want to do that. We want to make sure that we're sharing enough that you see the behind the scenes, but we also don't have to share tiny little details or betray anyone or like any of that. Carrie would have never done this topic without me pushing to do this topic because I feel like being the example in this, even though that feels messy and it can feel uncomfortable, it's still a good example, Carrie, of we have choices. We can say, I'm not going to deal with this. We can be Scarlett O'Hara and say, I'll think about this tomorrow. (laughs) Or we can be like, take the bull by the horns and deal with whatever it is, even though it's not comfortable. And I think we have those decisions to make every single day in business. Well, Kim, can I share another little messy how much messy is too much messy and all the things from my side? Well, please. So I may have been on my website uh, just prior to this recording and Kim knows me too well because I do love the numbers. I'm not a big fan of the words and there's always a lot of typos in my stuff, like always, always. So speaking of how much messy is too much messy, when you see it on the forefront of a web page, that's not the time to relax and go, oh, it's just messy. It's okay. So I may have been correcting some typos. As a result of just spotting that on one page, Kim, I may have assigned a task for tomorrow to have someone go through my website to check for all of my typos. And we also know how many typos Kerry sends out in emails on a regular basis as well. So that's probably one of my confessions for today, Kim. However, a great example of when you see it, you can fix it. You don't have to just go, oh, it'll be right. I'll do that next week. You're right there right now. Just do it. Okay. I'm giggling over like the typos because here are the choices I feel like we make. And I think this, this tells how to gauge your messy. Like everyone can gauge their messy. If it's a choice between typos or getting your email out, get your email out. If it's a choice between getting your email out and getting your email out without typos, always choose the without typos. But if it's a choice between not communicating with the people who are on your list who are waiting to hear from you or being perfect, you would never send one out. None of us would ever send one out. So as far as I'm concerned, that's that's a simple decision. If it's typo or email, send the email. If it's email or having a few seconds for somebody else to read through it so it doesn't have typos, always choose that. So that is a great example, Carrie, of how much messy is too much messy when it comes to emails, blogs, like all the different things that we do communication-wise. I just kind of giggle because I can tell you there's been lots of times where people have not even understood what words I speak because of my, my crazy princess speak stuff, you know, but I'm a country girl and there are words that we use or there are sayings we have, sometimes I have to step back and go, you know what? Not everybody understands that y'all means all of you. Like, and so there are times when I have to step back and say, oh, okay. Not everybody understands what I'm saying. And it's time to share what that means. And Kim, I want to tap into the, what you said a moment ago about getting someone else to read it because we don't always have someone up our sleeves to do that. And I learned a little trick that I wouldn't mind sharing 
hearing, and this this is going to sound so daft, but trust me, it made a difference. So when I go to send an email, if I send a like test one of that email to myself first, this is the daft part. So it's on my screen. It's on one of my monitors. I'm looking at it. However, when it lands in my inbox, I read it differently. There's something so bizarre about it landing on a different monitor and opening it like someone else sent it to me. It's like I'm reading somebody else's thing. So just sending that test to myself before I send it out to the masses actually has become a a little bit of a a special trick that has worked for me. You know how much I love reading, Kim. And you know, you know firsthand that Kerry will add words, she'll take words out. Like I'd noticed today that there's one word in particular that every time I type it, I drop one of the letters and it's bringing. I only put one G at the end and I noticed when I write it, I do the same thing. I leave the G out of the middle because what's the point? Bringing, bringing, like just G at the end will do. Like, uh, is that an Aussie slang thing? I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But that trick of sending it to myself, Kim, and just glancing over it. I don't read it word for word, but glancing over it, the typos stand out. It is brilliant. So, Carrie, here's another level up for Messi on that same thing. When you send it to yourself, read it out loud to yourself. Don't read it to yourself, but read it out loud. That catches more typos for me than anything. If I have to read it out loud, I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound like what I meant for it to sound. <laughs> and a lot of times I'll have, like for us, a lot of times I'll have Jillo read out loud the email to me because then I, I can hear what somebody else is actually reading it as. Those two things help me a lot to clean up my messy and make it a little better. I'm sure that there are other tips and tricks that other people use, but Carrie, I think sending it to yourself and reading it out loud are are magical too really does make a difference in you know in the messy meter I think you're on to something Kim and I loved what you shared before about sending the email versus sitting there procrastinating about it and that can that principle applies to everything because we do believe in getting started is better than being perfect you can up level later you can always publish a web page and go back and change some images or fix your typos or make new headers or footers or change the menu you can do all these things you rightfully so once you've sent an email it's gone it's done it's dusted all the things but next week if you want to improve the layout of it you can do that so social media we can start putting out posts on social media and then make them prettier as we go change up our copy and do all those kind of things later in little little tiny bite-sized pieces rather than stopping and being stuck and not moving anything or doing anything and and feeling frozen because we've got this fear of being judged by everyone well who's judging us so I I agree with that Kim 100% as you know because it is about moving and moving forward and making sure we're at least doing something it's an amazing feeling to come back to us to actually get started on something new or if you've had a bit of a break from something sometimes as we know in the podcast space people will take a bit of a break and have a little holiday and break from their podcast and sometimes it's hard to come back all of those things we highly believe in just getting started 
making that first step. It's a hard one. We know it's not easy. It feels uncomfortable, but at the same time, you'll feel really good once you've done it. So Carrie, can I add one more thing before we get out of the BBG studio this morning? Yes, please. I think when you're asking that question of how much is too much, I think one of the reasons that it really landed deeply with me when I got the feedback was because when you're running fast, we both will we'll come this, Carrie and I are addicts because we love what we do. Sometimes when you love what you do and you're going so fast, you actually can get out of integrity with yourself. You can get so messy that it's actually not causing good example or a good thing. It can be you are literally out of integrity with what you believe you should do to take care of someone else. And I think that that is part of what has happened is we've been so busy. This has been an epic year. That is not even a joke. This has been a huge year for all of us. I think sometimes when it gets more and more epic, we sometimes have to do less and less because if we don't have a process down or if we don't have someone to delegate something to, or if we don't have some way to spread what we're doing without spreading us too thin, I think that's a good indicator or a good question to ask ourselves is, is if this messy is out there, we're not worried about the judgy people because they're not our people anyway. We're not worried about the social media police. They're not our people anyway. But when we look at it and we are not in integrity with ourself, we know we are doing a bad job because we're doing too many things. I feel like that is a great place to just point out that's a way to know if it's too much messy because if the too much messy is causing a lot of stress or causing a bad example example for someone, I think you have to stop and address it or you're going to end up being a bad example of business. So Kim, I think you've just invented something that is called the messy meter. Yes, Carrie, there is a messy meter. (laughs) (laughs) And we've all got one, by the way. Anyone out there that thinks that they want to be a perfectionist and they're they're striving to be the perfectionist, uh, you've got a messy meter as well. And I, I think we should all wear our messy meters on our sleeves and just start looking to improve how much mess is going out there little bit by little bit. I love this, Carrie. Can we recap though? Yes. If getting something done is going to come out messy, do it anyway. If it's going to keep you from doing something because it looks messy, don't let any kind of messy stop you, but make the choice to make it aligned with who you are. If you've messily starting for 10 years, it's time to go to the next level. You will know. You will know when it's it's time and surround yourself with people like Carrie. Surround yourself with people who care enough to give you real feedback and honest feedback so that you can do better. Because I think that's the whole thing, Carrie, is you knew my want to, my willingness wasn't broken. It's my, I'm running so fast. How do I even fix all the things? Because we just were busy. So I love that you gave me the feedback and I want to say that out loud, how much I am grateful for you and how much I'm grateful for you speaking into my life, my business, our community, everything. I think it's really important to acknowledge. And I think it's really important to say, y'all better watch out. There's going to be more messy coming around from this place, but there 
might be some leveled up messy. So that's right, Kia Mao. Whoopsies are not over. Definitely not over. However, we can learn to minimize them and we can learn to kind of start to keep them in check a little bit and yeah, take it from there. But messy is still beautiful, Kim. I don't care what anyone says. I agree, Carrie. I so agree. <laughs> so Kim, we're going to head out of the BBG studio for this episode and we just want everyone to know that we are here to support you. Thank you for joining Kim and Kerry in today's conversation of Buckets and Boomgates. Don't forget to follow the show to be the fly on the wall for future episodes, and they can't wait to chat with you next week.